Well, hello everyone. Hope you uh, recognize that as uh, the sound of summer and the, the Beach Boys. And um, I want to welcome you to the PRM Insight podcast. If you were um, looking for a, a place to come and hear a conversation on partner relationship management programs and specifically how to build a go-to-market strategy, um, then I think you've uh, you found the right place, um, and I, I do thank you for, for joining us today. My name is Tom Newton. I'm from Peer-to-Peer -Peer Partners. We're a, um, a consultancy in uh, the, the channel and, and partner area, and um, we've, um, we've been the ones uh, behind setting up the, um, the, the PRM Insight community, which is where you're finding um, this, uh, this podcast today. So once again, thank you. Um, thank you very much for, for joining us. Um, the, the reference of the Beach Boys music, uh, was kind of, um, in, uh, it was kind of put that on today as, uh, we're kind of in the, the dog days of August and, um, starting to think forward to, uh, to the fall period. And, uh, for those of you that have kind of been thinking it's time to really, uh, get some, um, some energy behind, um, behind your, your partner and, and channel program, uh, we thought this topic of, um, of where to start, how to dip your toes in the water and get a go-to-market strategy together is um, it, it's just a, a great time to, to have that conversation. So uh, we hope the next uh, 20 or 30 minutes will be enjoyable to you. And um, we think we've uh, brought together some, some great uh, experts in, uh, in this uh, area, in this domain. And uh, we think we'll leave you with some, some terrific um, some terrific uh, insights and, and some things you can take back to your back to your uh, your work. Um, just a, a bit on the, um, the the PRM Insight community. It's a it's a free community that uh, that we've established um, specifically for partner and uh, and channel managers. Um, there is uh, terrific content in there, like this podcast and, and a lot of other things that are posted uh, at least a couple of times a week, if not more. Uh, there. It, it, it is a, a true community where you're able to um, communicate with other professionals um, within the channel, and as well as um, the, the community is built on a platform uh, called Channelizer, which you can hear a little bit more about in a few minutes. And what that does is uh, once you're part of the community, it allows you to um, use the tool and uh, search out for other partners, and there's 2,400 some odd uh, people in the community. So it's a, it's a real terrific value add for those of you that are looking for, specifically within the uh, the IT and tech industries, looking for for partners um, for your your ecosystem. It's just a, just a terrific way to go and, and find those people with all within the, the PRM Insight community. So we hope you'll uh, you'll join and uh, and uh, be be part of uh, be part of the party. So. Uh, that's a little bit about um, about the community and kind of what we're doing here. And um, and please uh, stay in touch with us as there'll be more of these podcasts and more terrific um, content coming your way. So um, enough of that, enough of me kind of going on. Um, specifically about today and about today's topic, um, we've uh, brought together um, a couple of, of real uh, professionals, real experts uh, in this area. Um, Ann Lampton and uh, Jackie Rand, both uh, their partners in Channelizer, who we, we use as, as our platform, as I mentioned. <clears throat> but also, jokingly, in their spare time, uh, the, these two uh, wonderful ladies, they run Cognitive Channels, 
which is a, a consultancy, and they, they've been in this business for many years and uh, will really help us uh, through this topic today and will give us just some, some terrific insights and, and, and content um, and things that you can use in your business over the next uh, 20, uh, 20 or 30 minutes. So um, having said that, uh, Anne, have we got you on the line? You have indeed. And Tom, thank you for those kind words. Ah, there you are, all the way from the UK. Well, thanks. I know there's a time change um, between uh, time difference between us and really appreciate uh, you making um, you making the effort and, and joining us uh, today. Really, uh, really looking forward to it. It's a pleasure. Um, so Wimbledon is over. Uh, the, Open the Open Championship is behind us. Um, I noticed that uh, the Premiership started last weekend, so it, you know what, to me it kind of starts to look and smell a little bit like fall. So um, I think this is just a great time for us to, to get together and kind of talk about uh, go-to-market strategies and, and how to, uh, to kind of get your business um, up and rolling from a channel perspective come, uh, come the fall when everyone gets back to work. So that was sort of... Um, the the topic that we kind of wanted to, to have a chat about uh, today so i uh, hope you're uh, kind of all ready for that i am indeed, indeed. I am. this is a great time of year to be uh, to be getting be getting ready for um, all the activity come september so good mm -hmm. timing i think you you betcha so why don't we just kind of uh, dig in then and um i'll kind of hand it over to you and kind of lead us through what uh, what you um, and, and Jackie see in in both from a channelizer perspective where you're providing a, a platform to uh, to tech companies to run their channel um, but also from the consultancy side and um, just just kind of how you go about it and, and how you see um, your your clients uh, being most successful we'll hand it over to you uh, no that's fine thank you <clears throat> so just a little bit about Channelizer first. We need to do our little plug. So Channelizer is a global network for the IT industry. And its raison d'etre is all about helping IT companies to partner more effectively. So when Jackie and I, as uh, you mentioned, have been uh, doing channel roles for many, many years. Um, back, in, back in the good old days, we were working in Microsoft. And back in those days, well, you know, when you were looking for partners, it was still tough, but you know what? When you had Microsoft in your name and you picked up the phone, it was quite easy. Um, but once you step away from those big organizations, you begin to realize just how hard it is and how tough it is for companies to try and find the right sort of partners to work with. And that's really how we came across the idea of Channelizer. We couldn't believe that there wasn't a single place to go and search um, to find those right kind of partners and not only just to search but to then engage with those partners and to really start building a relationship with them and that's how we came up with the idea of Channelizer and that's what it's all about it's all about enabling you to become a member to profile yourself um, and when you profile yourself you then obviously enable yourself to be found by people who are searching um, you get the opportunity to create your own company profile so that you can promote yourself to the other members of Channelizer and we also allow people to have groups. So if you were interested in creating your own groups and maybe to do partner recruitment or to do partner management, um, that's also something you can do. And the great thing with our platform is it allows you to load lots of different types of content. So, you know, you can do documents, you can have discussions, you can promote events, you can have videos. 
Um, you can put blogs up. So all sorts of rich type of content that you can really engage people with. But it allows companies to really get that whole kind of social side going. So it allows companies to see each other and to really hopefully form partnerships and valuable partnerships and actually overcome some of the things that we're just about to talk about now. Great. That's awesome. Thank you. So what kind of companies would, would use Channelizer? Um, every company. So it's it's all about the entire industry. So whether you are a vendor looking for uh, resellers or you're a reseller looking for solutions or an MSP looking for ISVs to solutions to host or a distributor looking for resellers or whatever your scenario is, um, there's a place for you in Channelizer. Great. Good, good. Okay. Well, good. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that more, obviously. And, um, and um, you've already said that uh, people can effectively use Channelizer just by joining the free PRM Insight community. So that's, uh, that, that's, that's a great tie-in. So, so Anne, so how, how would I get started if I wanted to uh, start to move towards getting my partner and channel um, go-to-market strategy together? What would be my first step? So I think there are a number of things to consider. Um, you know, firstly, you need to understand exactly what it is you're trying to achieve. And, you know, I say this because people so often just think, oh, yeah, we'll just go and recruit a channel. That'll be easy. And, you know, those of us who've done it for any number of years know it is, really isn't that easy. It needs thought. It needs resources. It needs money. It needs time. Um, and, you know, you do need a proper um, strategy and, uh, you know, a proper program around building a channel. So, you know, our, our first piece of advice to you would be to, you know, to stop and think about, you know, what is it you're trying to achieve? Why do you want this channel? You know, there's some obvious things like, um, you know, I, I have a solution and I'm based in Canada and I'd like to come to the UK. Now, setting up an office in the UK is clearly expensive and therefore finding a reseller partner may well be a less risky and cheaper strategy for you, which is, you know, is a great reason to do it. And, and therefore you have a clear clear motive and a clear understanding but you know when you're when you're looking at the what it is that that needs to go into that strategy it is not just about revenue you know there's an awful lot of things that need to go on behind the scenes around your operations you know are you really set up to deal with partners do you have all the contracts in place do your systems allow you to track revenue by partner um you know have you got the training in place a lot of people forget the amount of training that's going to need to take place. Can you support those partners in the right type of um, manner? You know, because when they have a problem, they need your assistance straight away. You know, they need to be almost more important than some of your customers. So there's a lot to think about in terms of a go-to-market strategy. And one of the other areas, again, is thinking about your ideal partner profile. I see so often people get a, you know, a target, go and recruit 20 partners. And they rush out into the market and they find 20 companies to talk to and get them to sign a piece of paper. And they go, great, look, I've done it. And, you know, and the reality is six yeah. months down the line, those partners are nothing. And the reason right. they've done nothing is because you haven't taken the time to really think about what your ideal partner looks like. So, yeah. you know, it's clearly obvious things like, you know, are they in the right geographic area? Do they have the right skills? Those kind of things. But it's also about are they talking to the right customers? You know, are their customers your customers or is their market focus slightly different to yours? Um, also, things, you know, to consider are around what's what kind of, what, I guess, what personality is the company? Because it's, it's quite important that you work with companies that you can actually do business with. 
um, we did a recent survey um, to, you know, to the IT industry. And one of the things that was quite interesting to me was that trust came back way above, um, you know, skill sets, marketing skills, where people were based. It was this, you know, the, the highest factor was I can trust this company and, you know, I, I can I can work with them. So it's really important to think about, you know, what what does this company look like and does it feel right almost? And right. I know that sounds a bit sort of soft, but it is key if you're going to do business with people, you do really need to be able to trust them. Yeah, for sure. That That's excellent. Yeah, and what um, what we've sort of seen is that um, when we start talking to companies about um, partners, what they think and what comes to mind and the reason why they want to go into a partner program might be different than than what others would, would, would think. And a lot of times um, a vendor will say, I want to get a, a partner program going, but all they're really talking about is getting resellers. Yeah. Where... Um, Truly, within the channel, there, there are a number of, of buckets um, of types of partners that, that you can have, and a reseller is only one of, of many, many, many you know, possible types of, of, of partners that, that you might end up uh, having. So I think it's important to really look at what, you know, where the gaps are within your organization. Maybe, maybe you really need help around, um, around integration, integrating your application um, with with other with other applications, um, Gartner came out with this whole mesh um, theory of, around how um, tech and IT is sold today, and you really can, can no longer stand alone with with your product. So you might need help with um, with in- integration. You might need help just with outsourcing of um, of, of other you know specific knowledge and or, or maybe support and th- things of that nature. So getting your bucket straight is you know we we see as as key as as well at, at times. So I don't know if you've seen much of that. No, you make a very good point, and it is um, is again something we see quite often as people really haven't thought through what they want their partners to do and where they need them to focus and therefore what the partner program needs to look like to support that. So it's a uh, you know it's, it's it's a very very important factor. Great. Okay. Well, that's that, that's that's fabulous. So kind of defining the the profile of the partners kind of is, is step one. That, that that that's terrific. Of course, since we're in the the tech and IT industry, we love jargon and uh, and and we love to to put uh, to put different uh, words and slogans to things that. that don't always mean that's the same thing to, to certain people. So let's tackle the, the one of the big ones, ecosystem. So um, in your world, um, what does a what does the eco what is an ecosystem? What does that mean versus the word partner and, and channel and, and all that? So um, when you're describing with your clients and, and when people are, are starting to use Channelizer and they want to do something with their ecosystem. Can you help kind of flush out for us um, what what that really means? I think it kind of goes back to the point you were mentioning before and the fact that there are lots of different types of partners. And you're right, a lot of, you know, if it's a vendor, they kind of think reseller and they forget that there is a much wider ecosystem out there. So they may well be, you know, the traditional one is your typical reseller who takes their licenses, sells them on, makes a bit of margin. But it's it's recognising the fact that there could well be service companies so even your resellers may need to partner. And uh, I, I think, as you've alluded to already, 
um, no company can go it alone. So if you are relying on your resellers to sell to your customers, they may well need to have their own little ecosystem and that then forms part of your ecosystem. So I think it's important to understand what all the different relationships are and how far out it goes because it rarely stops just you know with yourself a reseller customer there are generally people around it who are offering other services maybe integration maybe complementary solutions as you said integration so there is a whole raft of business <laughs> revenue that flows around what you're doing that isn't maybe directly related and, and you know back to your revenue streams um you know certainly in the days when i worked in microsoft they talked a lot about the you know the microsoft ecosystem which is really looking at the entire um, industry that worked around Microsoft. So it was their traditional partners, but there was a whole host of companies that worked around it. You know, and even companies that did sort of marketing. And, um, you know, they're, they're part of that ecosystem. They made money on the back of Microsoft partners who were going to market. So it's, it's important to think about this ecosystem and really try and understand it and understand, you know, where what your customer's buying, how they're buying, and what it is you need to put in place to actually fulfill that. And you'll probably find if you look at it, starting at your customer and working backwards, that you'll get a much better understanding of the different players that need to be part of your ecosystem to make it work. Yeah, that, 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 that's brilliant. And you can understand the concept of an ecosystem when you're a Microsoft, um, but for the smaller vendors, um, sometimes I think they overlook that and, and we kind of play around with this notion of every company has an ecosystem, um, but you just may not know what the ecosystem is yet. But uh, all of your clients, your potential clients, they all have, there's all business going on around them. And when you're in there selling, there's, there is an ecosystem happening around it. And it's kind of your job to figure out what that ecosystem is. And if you can mm. figure out what the other influences are and what the ecosystem actually is that, that's there already, uh, then that'll help you set up your, your, your channel and, uh, and, and your partners and go after the right people um, probably more effectively. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that, that's, that's fabulous stuff. Um, okay, so kind of moving on, um, I guess maybe something around your the goal, setting a specific goals, uh, and, and like how many partners should I have? Is, is there is there kind of a magic number, or how do I figure out what uh, what my metric should be? I don't know that there is necessarily a magic number. That you know, each company, depending on how complex the solution is how you know what they're trying to achieve and why they're trying to achieve it will dictate how many partners you need you know we've, we've worked with some very large organizations you go you know what i'm only looking for four or five partners because i have a specific need and you know i want to get into government and therefore i need some specific partners that can help me do that um whereas other organizations you know the, the more i think the more horizontal your solution the chances are the greater number of partners you're going to have so, you know, if your if your solution is quite niche in a certain vertical or does a very kind of niche um, functionality, then the chances are the number of partners you have will be much smaller. Um, but it's 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 really is a factor of, you know, what it is you're trying to achieve, what product you're selling, how complex it is, all these kind of factors, and also how quite frankly how quickly you yourself can ramp up to take the channel on board. It's you know it's it's not an undertaking that needs to be taken lightly. It needs resources and it needs to be done properly. And, you know, going from no partners to 20 partners overnight 
can be um, hugely time consuming and, you know, you can end up in, in problems. So really understanding the pace at which you take partners on and the reason you're taking them on, I think, is fairly key here. Um, you know, not to be overambitious, I think, you know, to define what you want, be sensible about the goals and realistic about how many partners you can genuinely support, bearing in mind you've got to train them. You probably have to be out there selling the first one, two, three deals, depending on the complexity um, and supporting them. And, you know, you need to make sure your organization is ramped and ready to support them. Yep. That's great yeah. advice. Thank you. Yeah. Good. Okay. And then um, do you do you go into kind of the, the value proposition? Because the, the value proposition of your solution to your partner is probably going to be different than um, to your direct uh, customer, the end user of your of your product or service. So, do you kind of go go through those steps with um, with a oh, with a company? Oh, most definitely. It's, uh, it's again one of the common common things we see is that people think recruiting partners. You know, it's kind of like we've built the product and they will come. Well, actually, they won't. <laughs> you know, you need to explain to partners. What is the benefit of taking on your solution? And that is not the same benefit that a customer is going to derive. Um, you know, for them, it is about, uh, you know, if they can take your solution on, it needs to enhance what they're doing today, or it needs to open up a new market for them, or, um, you know, it drive a whole bunch of new services that they didn't have an opportunity for before. So it's really thinking about, you know, if I'm looking at, for example, resellers, what is driving their business? And therefore, how is my solution going to help them drive more business? And it's it's not about how fantastic my product is, because trust me, there's not a vendor on the planet who's written a rubbish product, according to them. But it's, you know, they, they, it's easy to sell the product value, right? Because that's, you know, the product value is what the customer's going to get. And that is very different uh, to what the partner's going to get from it. It needs to be something that is going to enable them to sell more to their existing customers. So it really has to be couched in those terms. And often as not, it is not just about making margin, which is something else we also see. You know, you talk to a lot of ours, you know, they go, yeah, the margins are nice, but actually it's the services, it's driving, it's the loyalty of that customer, it's the land and expand, it's, you know, there's a whole raft of reasons as to why they're looking for other solutions to sell in there, other than just a margin percentage because that often is quite small uh, in compared to, you know, the total value of the deal they're doing with the customer. So it's really thinking about, in my head, you know, what is what is it your partner is trying to achieve and how does my solution fit into that? And if you can get that straight, then you'll have a good good conversation with them. Yep. Excellent. That, that's terrific. Thank you. Yeah, and um, something that, uh, that our clients have shown um, interest in is uh, a ranking or a report on, on potential um, partners and their willingness to, uh, to, to partners. So if you think about um, me going out and I want to get to, you know, partners for, for my, my application uh, before I, um, I start talking to people, if I had um, data or a report on here's kind of 20 or 30 or 40 companies and, and based on what they're doing already, if I had a 
kind of a ranking of a willingness to, to, to partner um, for my specific application, that would really make it easier for, say, my channel manager to, uh, to spend their time uh, more appropriately. So back, backing up that, that data and getting data um, behind you before you start going out and talking to people is, uh, is important. Uh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you've got any, any, any sort of reports or any guidance in terms of, you know, the willingness of a company to partner, it's, it's going to save you so much time. Right. Um, right. It, it kind of almost goes back to this, this kind of personality of the company, because you'll certainly find some bars are a lot more willing to engage and, you know, resell your solution than others. Some can be very fixed on a given solution and that's all they're going to do because that's what they want to do. Um, yep. So, yeah, no, it's, it's kind of key. Mm-hmm. Good. So for kind of from a, a referral um, or sorry, from uh, um, when we start going out and 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 looking and prospecting for, uh, for, for, for partners, how do you kind of go about kind of getting getting the lead sources like it's a big world out there. How do I go and get the leads and how do I sort of get the, that process going um, if, if I'm if I want to get to kind of get my funnel rolling? So you know the obvious answer to that is Channelizer. <laughs> but uh, if you can't if you can't find all your answers in Channelizer, then you know we um, we use kind of marketing automation tools. So what we do generally is try and create a long list of partners. So you know we will search clearly. You know if if you use Channelizer to do that, I mean seriously um, to try and shortlist and, and find some right sort of partners. Um, but if you you know, you can't find all that you need there, then I guess tools like LinkedIn, I hate using those because they are painful to use in terms of doing that really granular sort of search. Uh, even Google, um, you know, ask questions of people you know, whatever it takes to create the sort of long list. And, you know, from our point of view, we tend to create a long list, then really think about the, the messaging to the market, which comes back to this proposition. You know, why are these people going to pick up the phone to me? Um, and the you know the best sort of advice we have is to try and keep emails relatively short and every reason to want to talk to you. So don't try and you know put it all in one email because a people won't read it. Um, it just needs to have a you know a call to action that's very simple and most of which is you know will you have a conversation with me? Um, because if you start talking to people, then you stand a chance in terms of recruiting them. Uh, but, you know, certainly, and, and it's a, it goes back to why we started Channelizer, which is, you know, where, where do you get this list from in the first place? Um, and it is tricky. And, it, you know, it, there is genuinely, um, without wanting to push Channelizer too hard, but it's, it's not always that straightforward. And, you know, working with companies like yourselves, like Cognitive Channels, um, can certainly save you a lot of effort uh, because, you know, they will have lists that they can use and, and all this kind of thing. Um, but it's it's definitely worth putting the time and the effort into building that list and getting it as close to your ideal as, as possible because you can waste so much, you know, an awful lot of cycles trying to recruit partners that aren't going to bring you any value. And there is no point in that apart from to waste a lot of time and energy. So, you know, our, our real best advice is to think long and hard about what it is you're trying to <clears throat> you know who it is you're trying to go out and recruit really try and narrow that list down and then really think about what your proposition is to that partner and then go after them right well that's uh that's fabulous so if we kind of 
think about this from a, a summary perspective. So if we kind of define our, our partner profile, our, our ideal partner profile, um, if we truly understand the breadth of our ecosystem, um, if we've got our goals in place and we, we know our partner value proposition versus our, our direct value proposition, and then we get our recruiting plan together with our lead funnel all revved up and ready to go and a willingness to partner report and, uh, and all that, then we're, we're, we're golden. We're rocking, right? We are indeed. Sounds so simple, doesn't it? It sounds really easy. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go do it right now. Exactly. <laughs> that's, 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 that's terrific. Well, good. No, I, I think this has been extremely helpful. Um, I know our audience will um, will really have a lot to take away and um, and start to um, to to really get rolling uh, come come uh, after Labor Day come the fall and that'll uh, be super helpful for for them and I'm sure some questions will come back and um, and we're we'll be happy to engage uh, from there so um, you know we've been at this for for 20 some odd minutes and I think that was kind of the the ultimate goal and. Uh, Really, really appreciate your your time and um, and it's uh, it, it's been fun chatting today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Great. Well, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll we'll talk soon. Thanks, Anne. Thank you. Bye, Tom. Okay. Bye.